The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. with Tammy Mack. I'm Tammy Mack on Fox Soul with the final show of the year. The next time I'll see you guys will be in 2023. So let's talk about it. What is the similarity between the words Christian and Christmas? The similarity happens to be the word Christ. But even though Christmas is supposed to commemorate the birth of Jesus, many people celebrate Christmas just for the pageantry. That's that's why many people get married, too, for that whole wedding. Okay, that's not what the show is about. And millions of Christians don't celebrate Christmas at all. So should Christians celebrate Christmas? Let's get down to business. The business of being black today is Christmas. Please welcome Emmy-winning producer and actor Ron G. Hey, Ron G. Hey, what up, Tammy? How you doing? And uh, just to be correct, it's called Crema. Okay, yes, yeah, Crema, Crema, for sure. <laughs> the senior pastor at Antioch Church of Long Beach, Pastor Wayne Cheney Jr. is with us. Hi, Pastor. How you doing, Tammy? How's everything? Fine. I think the last time we were together, we got COVID. <laughs> right. We were at a super spreader event. Right, um, right. That will remain nameless. <laughs> yes, it shall. Comedian and actor Mike Mizzle is with us today. Hi, Mike. Thanks for always being on the show. Of course. Thank you. And entrepreneur Maddie J. What's up, Maddie? What's going on? God bless you. God bless you. God bless you all. Of course. Let's get to it. You seem quite ready, so I'll give you question number one. Why should Black people care? This is the business of being Black. I want to know why we should care uh, about Christmas and what it means and whether we're Christian or whether it's Christmas or whether we celebrate or whether we don't. Maddie, why should Black people care? We believe that even though we're in a physical world, we all have spirits. And part of our, our spirit having life, we need to make sure we have some type of spiritual development. And part of the process of spiritual development is making sure that you do things that help develop your spirit right, on a consistent basis. So if anybody actually cares about what happens after this earth, I think it's very important to absolutely have some sense of care towards it. Right. Mike, why should black people care about Christmas? And we don't. We oh, don't. Okay. And we, we don't and we shouldn't. I don't know. I don't that whatever spirit he's talking about, they can take that and bottle that. OK, we cannot go. We are black people. We can't go from 12 to 12 years of slave to 12 days of Christmas. It's just not going to happen. And where's Peter? Where's Peter at? This man is going around the whole globe with eight reindeers in every house in one night. And the, one of them got a cold. No, somebody get Peter on this. It's just given animal cruelty. I don't like it. The story don't add up. Ain't no chimneys in the hood. My son knew at five years old, like, hi, daddy, we ain't got no chimney. I said, well, I love a key for Santa at the front office. And he going to put the good. No, just stop lying to the kids. Let's give some stuff we just need to get back. Christmas, chitlins, taxes. Just give it back to them. We don't need it. We don't want that. This is not adding up. Make it make sense. I definitely agree with you on the chitlins and the taxes. Pastor Wayne Cheney, talk to me. Why should black people care about Christmas and how it's celebrated? You know, honestly, uh, Tammy, I moved away from shoulds and shouldn't um, into what Dr. Edgar Schein calls um, humble inquiry. And he says it's the subtle art of asking and not telling. So I'm moving into the why do you do versus don't do. Um, and what I found is there are many reasons that people observe, many reasons that people abstain. I just want to make sure it's meaningful. Whatever you choose, ensure that you know why you're doing what you're doing. Yeah. Ron G, talk to me. Why should black people care? I'm black. Why should I care about how Christmas is celebrated? I feel like it's honestly about balance, like the spirit of what Christmas is. I think it's a dope thing. But going into debt, paying more for toys that the net cost. Uh, Jesus did pay it all, but I don't think he's going to pay that discover bill for you. So <laughs> I feel like you shouldn't go into debt just to buy toys for kids and then later on have to pay interest on it. Doesn't make sense. So is Christmas important, Ron G? Um, 
Yes. Uh, again, like the heart of, I think, the birth of Jesus and the spirit of family and the time of Thanksgiving is super dope, but I just feel like what it's become and the prostitution of it and the commercialization of it, I feel like uh, that's not what intended because you just stand in line to get a $7 microwave and get a TV made by Chick-fil-A uh, for $50 uh, to fight another stranger. I feel like that's not why we had this season and that's not the reason for the season. Exactly. I agree 100%. Like, why are we giving this man credit? Okay, your mama's standing in line on Black Friday and her bonnet and fur house shoes with a taser and brass knuckles to fight the whole wrestling federation to get you a PlayStation 5. And then we're going to come home and give uh, Archie Bunker credit for, like, why are we doing that? Like, just, like, I don't, and if it's Christ's birthday, why is he still a baby? Christ was 32 when he died. Why is this? Baby in this garage with some hey, it's just giving Balenciaga for me. I just don't. It's just it's weird. Not Balenciaga. It's just getting weird. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but I mean, it's just getting weird. Just give give white folks their stuff back, okay? It's getting weird. The baby, it's a baby. He's naked. Jesus is grown. Can we have a grown birthday party for Jesus? Well, no, we, no. Hold on. We celebrate Martin Luther King, and he was thirty something. As an adult, we don't celebrate Martin Luther King in fourth grade. He was an adult. Jesus was thirty two years old. Can we have a grown? I don't bring me three year old gifts at my. 25th birthday party. That's all I'm saying. He was grown. Can we celebrate the grown Jesus? Maddie, like, talk to me. Is Christmas important? Or at least teenage Jesus. <laughs> Some miracle Jesus. Anybody. Like, just not the naked baby Jesus in the hay. Jesus was born in June. Why? So you do. So, so wait a minute, Mike. So you do agree that Jesus should be celebrated or not? What thought we did? What was, what's Easter? Make it, come on, somebody help me make it make sense. Maddie, make it make sense for him, Maddie. Yeah, I, I do believe we can celebrate Jesus, but I want to do it according to how what is pleasing to Jesus. Uh, and I think there's a, a very special celebration in which we can actually celebrate Jesus. And I, I know it's not Christmas, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, Easter. Pastor, yeah. Pastor, talk to me. Talk to yeah. me. Is Christmas important, Pastor? Right. You know, it's important, I think, to address the, the previous statement. Um, you know, we, we do celebrate Easter. We make distinction and celebrate Christmas, uh, you know, in terms of timing and calendar, I'm sure we're going to get into that. It's what isn't, uh, where most scholars believe Jesus was born, but I do think it's important to separate the two, um, statement I give to, um, our group is moments, uh, that are not memorialized are moments that are forgotten. And, you know, I think, um, a ritual in some way deepens, you know, our experience, our encounter, whether it's family dinner together, whether it's, you know, the Sabbath for Jewish brothers and sisters, whether it's our weekly worship, I think um, things that are memorialized are not memorialized, you know, often are forgotten. And so I think the distinction between Easter, obviously Christ's death, resurrection and his coming, the promise fulfilled of thousands of years of prophecy, you know, um, both are worth celebrating, you know, the same way that uh, we have ritual in our family, within our faith, um, uh, a varied ritual is important because if we don't make a distinction, I mean, it, it drifts and we drift from it. So I want to stick with you on this for a minute, Pastor. When we talk yep. about biblical, is it in the Bible that we celebrate Christ? Is, is, um, is, anywhere, is Christmas anywhere in the Bible? I mean, obviously, um, you know, the celebration of Christ is in the Bible, the celebration of his birth, you know, the gifts that were brought, uh, the wise men celebrated. I mean, uh, again, that principles there. However, you know, the origins of Christmas and the way we celebrate now, uh, there's obviously an intermixture between paganism, you know, um, um, Rome, uh, the Roman Empire and tradition custom there and the evolution of, um, you know, Christian celebration, right? So all that's mixed in with what we celebrate, um, you know, as relates to modern Christmas. And, you know, again, while many people are purists, I said, some celebrate, some don't, some are purists. and want to focus exclusively on what is biblically prescribed. However, our faith is a faith in many respects that evolves and engages culture. And so in the same way that, um, you know, I mean, this is an age old argument, you know, biblical day. I mean, John abstained. He went away and ate wild honey locusts, stayed away from parties. Jesus literally came. It's the Wayne Cheney translation and said, where's the party at? In that, again, <laughs> he realized that his purpose wasn't to abstain for the sake of holiness, but to to um, to 
then be, he was to weave himself to the fabric of culture to make, you know, an impact. And so we still have those two schools of thought today. Those, you know, you have Amish folks that abstain from everything uh, that's secular and attempt to um, present themselves as pure, whereas others, the camp I'm in, let's infiltrate infiltrate culture, let's engage culture, and let's repurpose things that may have started with different origin for the sake of Christ. Some people have said that there is a war on Christmas. Now it's become happy holidays and not Merry Christmas. So what are your thoughts on this, Ranji? Is it more happy holidays to include everyone versus Merry Christmas? Are we throwing the Christ out of it? Uh, I think people be offended by air sometimes. Like, I can't control you being offended by everything. I still say Merry Christmas. Um, and I'm not worried about offending people. If I'm going to have a whole conversation with you about you don't want to say the word Christmas, I probably want to be your friend anyway. So um, that's none of my business. So I'm going to say Merry Christmas to you, and you're going to take this Merry Christmas and enjoy it. Mike, Merry Christmas or Happy Holidays? Listen, I, I don't care because it's, it's, it's consumerism. At the end of the day, there's a fiscal quarter and the, the goods and services industry want to end on a high note. So they gave us something to celebrate. It was Christmas, then it was 12 days of Christmas, then it was Hanukkah, then it was Kwanzaa. And listen, just knock it off. Just knock it off. Like I don't need a, I don't need a reason. If you want, let's just call it giftmas. That way I can just, I can go out back gifts and we ain't got to be disrespecting Jesus. You don't like need that. a reason for the season? I don't need a reason for the season. Like, just call it giftmas. 75% off. The reason for the let's season. Call it, yeah, discount days. Let's call it something other than blame it on Jesus. That's what Jesus just did too much good. Blame it on Jesus. So, yeah, to, then you're going to have a party and invite the devil. How you going to invite the devil to Jesus' party? Maddie, too much. what are we doing? Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Is there a war on Christmas? I think uh, I, I call it holy days. So I, I do believe there are days of celebration, days of remembrance, days that we need to remember Christ's sacrifice. That day specifically for me is Passover. Passover, 11 bread, the Feast of Pentecost. Those are the days that we were supposed to gather, receive God's blessings and remember the things that that um, Christ sacrificed for us. So if somebody wants to say happy holiday to me, that's cool. I'm going to respond happy holy days to them. All right. I'm well, gonna, uh, I'm going to pass over Christmas. How about that? We're not going to pass over this commercial. How about that? Uh, <laughs> when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to Business of Being Black with Tammy Mack. I'm Tammy Mack on Fox Soul. And the business of being black today is Christmas. Well, should it be celebrated? Has it become more commercialized? Is it just all fun and games now? Is there really no reason for this season? Should we call it, in the words of Mike Mizzle, giftmas instead of Christmas? So let's talk about the commercialization of it. Has commercial commercialization ruined Christmas? Maddie, I'm going to come right back to you. <laughs> Um, I think I actually like the fact that people are celebrating Christmas, um, not for religious purposes, because once it becomes a religious, I think that's what I think that's what the issue really becomes uh, an issue. So well, that's somebody commercializes something so you're that's, happy that people are celebrating and buying gifts, sure. but you're good with the fact that they're buying gifts as opposed to making it about religion. Is that what you're saying? For sure. For sure. Cause I you don't gotta explain, more... explain. I don't understand. For sure. I don't believe that specific. I will say the rituals that happen on this day are religious um, when it comes to Christianity. So if somebody chooses to celebrate it for commercialized reasons or non-religious reasons, I think that's okay for them to do it if they want to do it. But the moment that somebody says, I want to follow Christ, I want to do this in the name of Christ, I truly believe that they're breaking the third commandment, using God's name in vain. And that's how I see it. Mm, Pastor, do you agree with that? Listen, I was with him when he said, uh, you know, happy, holy day and moving in that direction because he did what 
again, you know, folks who protest, um, you know, the folks who, again, are withstanding the protest against Christmas have done, and that is repurposed it over time. Obviously, when it began, it was a celebration for Saturnalia and then Mithra. But over time, again, Christians engaged and used Christian themes or even pagan themes to drive people toward uh, their God to make impact. And so I'm with him in that I believe we do, we should engage culture, we should engage the holiday, but repurpose it in the same way that he moved from happy holidays to happy holy days. I think we can be more intentional about, you know, again, our faith and driving people, even though, again, it wasn't the date that Jesus was born. Um, we can use it as the time. It's a time where the entire world stops. We can infuse meaning into this time to drive people toward a redemptive purpose. That is the faith we That's live. interesting. Redemptive. That's interesting, Pastor. Um, Ron, do you agree? Hold on, Maddie shook his head. I want to find out what, Maddie, what, <laughs> you shake your head, bro. You shook your head, Maddie? You said, no, no, no. Well, no, no. The question, the question is, uh, Pastor Jane poses a, a good question here, um, or good logic here. Will buying gifts and celebrating Christmas bring more people to Jesus Christ, Maddie? Man, I think it does the exact opposite. I think the word, especially with the word repurpose, I'm, I don't want to get semantics, but I remember a specific story in the Garden of Eden with Cain and Abel. Cain and Abel receive very specific instructions on how they can receive God's blessings and God's favor and remember what God did for sinners. And as you guys know the story, some people actually don't know, Cain wanted to do his own thing. He wanted to offer gifts to God according to his own will, his own mindset. And it was an offering of fruits rather than a, a blood offering, blood sacrifice, and which his brother Abel did. It got to the point where Cain was so jealous that he didn't receive the same blessing that he killed his own brother because of it. And I think that's even happening today, even to this day, as we speak, people are killing each other, not on a physical level, but on a spiritual level, which is actually even worse. No, they fighting so over TVs, I, I like too. The story. They fighting over flat screens, too. It's, it's, oh, yeah. It, it, oh, they ain't dying, but they, 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 they throwing real. punches over flat screens. We talking about women that's over 60 senior citizens fighting over TV. So it's bad. It's bad out here. There, there are two stances, right? There's the abstain from it all to preserve the appearance of holiness and separateness, right? But then there is the option to, to engage and repurpose it. And then the day, the question is, you know, what, what is God after? Um, again, it's this idea of being in the world, not of the world, in it, but not staying by it, right? That's a tricky dance. But you know, I, I tend to lean more toward engaging the culture, not just the consumerism and perpetuating that, but using what is uh, to drive, while again, the world's, Christmas has the world stage, you know, we can come in and infuse the the purpose, the reason we celebrate it, right? To drive us, to drive people toward redemptive ends, not to perpetuate what is, but to drive people, use those things to drive people toward um, redemptive ends, right? Mike I mean, Mizzle, how do you feel about that? Can we use Christmas to bring people to Christ? Can we repurpose uh, it? No, you can't repurpose. Look, look, the devil thought he could do what he wanted to do, and look where he at, okay? Down here in fuzzy <laughs> house shoes are causing problems. We can't not repurpose, just take, Christ out of it. Let's take this, call it something else. Take Christ out of it. We don't need Christ. Plus Christmas stink. It's cr uh, pumpkin spice and eggnog. All that stuff stank. Like we went from frankincense <laughs> and myrrh to pumpkin spice and eggnog. Like just listen, let, let, let folks do what they're going to do. We're going, we already got watch night coming up. And plus if it's, if it's spiritual, I pay tiles. Can I use my tiles for my Christmas gifts? Cause it's, I mean, it's spiritual, right? I mean, I just want to know if I could use that little, that tenth. Um, on this Christmas gift. If it ain't spiritual, then get Christ out of it. I don't, let's just stop playing with the Lord like that, okay? I, my blessings is already uh, disarray. I don't need no more problems. Is it important <laughs> for people, let's talk about the specifics of Christmas, some of the things that come with it. Um, is it important for people to have Christmas trees in their homes? And what does Christ's birth have to do with the Christmas tree? Christmas Matt, tree is I'm the most pagan Nothing. 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 Wait, wait, pastor says nothing. Nothing, Pastor. It, it nothing. But again, it was part of the culture and what was. And you find people like Martin Luther in the 1500s who used the symbolism again to drive people toward redemptive purposes. Now, I'll give you an example. I mean, what does the cross have to do with Christ until he's crucified? 
I mean, they had a cross either. We're in a cross around your neck today. I mean, the origins didn't begin with Christianity, but Christianity repurposed it, right? So wearing a cross around your neck um, is equivalent to wearing an electric chair around your neck on a chain. But ultimately- Oh, hold on, Pastor, hold on, Pastor, hold on. That was him. Pastor, hold on. That was him. You teach it today. A whole electric chain. Wait a minute, wait a minute. I always yeah. thought the cross was for the Holy Trinity, the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. The no. Holy so, so what, wait, hold on. I'm lost and I need to be found. Listen, the cross, again, for us is, you know, Christ redeemed it. He was crucified on it. So it takes on different meaning for us as believers. Ultimately, the, you know, the cross preceded Christ. It was a so Roman execution. The cross, meant, the cross meant absolutely nothing before Christ was hung on the cross. It meant absolutely well, I nothing. I suggest it mean, meant nothing. The meaning of the cross, it was... Uh, it was a place of execution. What I'm saying is it was a modern day. What, what we have today is an electric chair. That's what a cross was. However, when Christ dies on the cross, it takes on new meaning. It is redeemed and repurposed. Likewise, ah, who have a tree in their house, I don't think anyone who has a tree in their house is looking to celebrate Saturnalia or the birth of Mithra, right? It's what Martin Luther did in the 1500s. He repurposed it and said, in the same way these leaves are evergreen, they're able to stand in the cold and in the warm, they're evergreen year round. This is a picture of our faith. I have to say, I never heard that before. I yeah. have learned something today that the cross has been repurposed, much like the N word has been repurposed. That's crazy. That's crazy. Rebranded. Rebranded. <laughs> Rebranded. Re Re but can I say Re something? Can I say something? Christmas trees for the Roman in the Roman in the Roman era, Christmas trees or ornament ornament trees had nothing to do with celebration. When you went and you when you went and you uh, uh, invaded a territory, you hung the heads of the soldiers on trees and the things that you didn't want of theirs, you hung them on trees so the other invading parties knew that this territory had already been conquered and these people had already been desecrated. Why would I put that? The only thing you desecrate is my bank account. Why would I put that in my living room if that's what that stands for? I don't want to repurpose that. I don't. I want to yeah, let's I don't find something Christmas else. Tree. No, don't, don't. You have to evolve with that, right? It was the heads, which ultimately became a symbol of victory, you know, infested with festivity, which then <laughs> became, right? So I don't think. I don't think Maddie likes this. I don't even want Christmas no more. I don't even want Christmas no more. I don't even want Christmas. I'm not defending. I'm not defending. Are you going to have, gonna have Christmas trees and presents? I'm, I just. No, I yep. No, no, we're going to do service. We're going to uh, do service. Uh, we're going to get back to the board. Pass out oh, some hams uh -uh. and some turkeys. Go ahead, and then Maddie. Go Maddie, home. you uh -uh. you you looking at passed away with a side eye? <laughs> I, I just I, we just I think we all know that the tree is an idolatry. That's literally what it is. It's an idolatry. And bringing something that's supposed to be outside the house inside the house makes not only no sense physically, it makes no sense spiritually. Well, a commercial break makes sense right here. We're running out of time. Let's go. I'm the play. Welcome back to Business of Being Black with Tammy Mack. I am Tammy Mack on Fox Soul. And the business of being black today is Christmas. Has it been too commercialized? We go through this every year, but we're going to really get down to it today. Uh, that's the business of being black. Please welcome Emmy winning producer and actor Ron G. The senior pastor at Antioch Church of Long Beach, Pastor Wayne Cheney Jr. Comedian and actor Mike Mizzle and entrepreneur Maddie J. Maddie, before we left, uh, we were talking about the Christmas trees and what trees actually meant. You said it meant idolatry. Talk about it. Yeah, so, <laughs> so just he, met, he brought up the cross. Uh, you well. said Dollar Tree, but that Dollar Tree. <laughs> you said Dollar Tree. Dollar Tree. Dollar Tree. <laughs> I had a lot to do with Christmas too, by the way. Right, Go ahead, so the history we know the history of the tree. There's people who actually worship trees. It's called tree worship, and they offer gift to the, gifts to the tree. They deck the deck the tree. They decorate the tree and they exalt it. And they worship it and they, they look at it as a source of life. That's why they specifically chose evergreen trees because it represents eternal life. I know for sure the only thing that represents eternal life that we're supposed to use as a symbol is the blood of Christ. And the blood of Christ, we can celebrate and remember the blood of Christ through the Passover where he gives us the bread, it gives us the wine. 
And anything outside of that is then considered idolatry. And I want to stick to the script so I can be able to receive the blessings of man. So how do you think... How do you let's think, talk about that script for a minute. And again, I want to be crystal clear that this is not a defense of trees or any of the other festivities. <laughs> I want to be crystal clear about that. Tree shamer. Tree shamer. You're shaming trees. Right, 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 right. Trees? Crystal clear. Crystal clear about that. You're timberphobic. Maddie's timberphobic. Listen, but with that said, you know, the, the bigger thought is the idea that themes over time evolve are redeemed and repurposed. And now if we went down a list of all the things that we all still practice are engaged in purchase, um, we looked at their origins, you know, all of their origins didn't begin, you know, as a religiously prescribed practice, but there is an intermixture when you talk about culture of so much that we engage in today. However, it's repurposed, it's semiotics, what signs have um, come to mean over time. And that's what I'm speaking to. Um, none of us who bring a Christmas, most who bring Christmas tree in the house aren't worshiping it. Uh, they're not using it as a symbol again for Saturnalia, Mithra, or anything having to do with the Roman empire. There's so much that has evolved and that's my only point. Um, it is make a point here. There have been a lot of things throughout the course of history that has been repurposed, rebrand that used to mean one thing that now means another thing. There is truth to what he's saying. We laugh about it, but it's real. Mike Mizzle. It's real. It is, it is true. It is true. And there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with evolving. There's nothing wrong with advancing, but we need to advance in a direction that's beneficial for us. This is not a black tradition. This is not a Christian tradition. This is a, this is a, this is a, um, a consumer tradition that's, that's embedded with pagan imagery. And we are to repurpose it for Christ is, I just feel like it's a reach. I feel like, like we can't, like we, we went from, we went from the underground railroad and, and, and civil rights and, and, uh, and Black Lives Matter to Yuletide carols and 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 eggnog. Like let's if we're going to advance, let's advance in a direction that's beneficial for us. This is not beneficial for us. A lot of us can't afford the presents that we're going out to go buy. And if it's about spirit, then let's give spiritual gifts. You know what I mean? If, if it's about um, Christianity, then let's let's get together and do something in the name of of God in the name of Christ. But to buy gifts and presents. Um, to to try to outshot because I I didn't get like as a kid I was good all year got good grades and I got a remote control car. Meanwhile, Dion down the street, his daddy was a drug dealer, his mama did scams. He had all kind of Christmas gifts. So I don't really feel like it's all it's translating to good and bad and all that. And the big guy with the sleigh with the with the reindeers on crystal map it's just too much to me. I just don't really know where where do we draw the line. I love cars. Should I drive my car into my living room? Why you put the reindeer on crystal meth? And I think you got this something is, that said egg car. <laughs> No, because the eggnog got liquor in it, and then you drunk, and then nine, and nine some more kids for Christmas next time, and, and the reindeer nose is red, so he was doing something. I don't know what he was doing, but he was doing something. So, okay, Ranji, also- how do you, Ranji, how do you think Jesus would feel about people fighting over items in department stores because of a Christmas sale? This commercial reminds me of an episode of the Boondocks where they bring Martin Luther King Jr. back to life and he sees uh, people on BET twerking and then swiping the credit card through the butt. And and they're like, what would Martin Luther King think about what he fought for today if he came and saw what he saw? What would Jesus think of these Black Friday sales and the catastrophe that goes on with them? Oh, Jesus would turn over every table in Walmart. He'd be disgusted. He'd flip over every table, every, every, uh, <laughs> every end cap, all the TV, he'll push them all over. Cause he's like, this is not what it's all about. And I feel like I kind of get what Maddie and Pastor are saying is there's almost impossible to be Christian and be in this world and not be a part of it. It's almost impossible. Cause even to be in some form of influence, you got to be in the streets. Like where I came from, I can't get saved and then like try to be away from every, everyone that I grew up with because that's a part of the mission is to go back into the spaces where you came from and be an influence. So, you know, if you have to put the Christmas tree up, I still feel like there's a spirit of service that most people miss in the Thanksgiving. Cause I, I do like when churches actually give back and give gifts to the kids and stuff like that. But again, like what we've made it uh, into is com- something completely different. And I do believe Jesus would not be happy and he would definitely be kicking over some Christmas trees with his open toe sandals. 
<laughs> probably Gucci. Maybe we can give Jesus some Balenciagas. No, 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 stop doing it. Don't do it. Balenciagas. Okay, Chris Malagas. When did it get this way? When did, has has it always been this way? Because I feel like we have this conversation every year about how commercialized Christmas is. Was there ever a time that it wasn't this way, Maddie? Uh, from from its origin, has never been a time where it wasn't like this at all. This is actually why I believe that so people have always been fighting over TVs in the Walmart. They were they were no. fighting over something. Wagons, <laughs> goats. They were fighting over no. goats, goats, <laughs> lambs, whatever. It, is. it came. It came with Black Friday. It came with Black Friday, and which is an insult because everything else about Christmas is white except for the Black Friday. You got white Christmas and white snow and white Santa and, and all this, and then you got Black Friday. And so when they started which Black is the Friday- discount. It's the discount. And the, the discount is not even the same. It's not the same. Discount, well, 10% is not a discount, so that's taxes. I don't, like, it's not, the discount, see, Christmas is, uh, Christmas is a wrap, like, literally, like the gifts. Let's just wrap it up and put it away. It's not, you, you fighting, you fighting over stuff that, first of all, they triple the prices, and then they cut the price in half. So you're still paying 10% more than what you would have paid for uh, right. the sneakers that was made by Chinese children. And then you out here fighting and shooting for them. <laughs> I'm like, it's, well, who's benefiting? But other than this consumer, other than the, the, other than the goods, the goods and services, the, the corporations, so they can give somebody $5 million bonus at the end of the year, and you you still paying off your American Express card right. because you're... They're celebrating Christmas out here right now. Are y'all against birthdays, too? No, because birthdays oh, are your day, the day you was actually born. Jesus okay, was born in June. Jesus was born in June. Don't celebrate my so, birthday. Uh, pastor, uh, now, now, for your birthday, would you like gifts, or would you like me to repair my credit and ensure that I'm fiscally responsible on your birthday? I'm going to put my cash app at the bottom, and now you can figure that out. Oh, uh, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Let the Lord lead you, Pastor. Let the Lord lead you. I'm just pastor, a pastor. Uh, pastor Wayne Cheney, should non-Christians be able to celebrate Christmas? Well, I think, again, that's the point earlier, right? You know, uh, there's not one one expression. I want to know why you're doing it. I want to make sure that there's meaning and people celebrate it different ways. However, if, you know, we want to be more specific as relates to the religious implication, um, you know, we, we focus in there. And, you know, the biblical answer is um, non-believers, there was always space for them to be welcomed where um, faith was being or faith tradition was being uh, meted out. So, you know, that was a form of witness. The question is, what are they seeing when we bring them near? And that's my point, not, you know, whether we should or shouldn't celebrate. Uh, I think we should be more mindful of how we're celebrating. And again, Christmas is a big net, you know, uh, in many respects. While, you know, people have drifted, the reality is we have an opportunity to repurpose it, bring folks near, welcome whoever will come to give them, even if it is that one thread we talked about, a fabric that um, is, that brings us back to its origins for us, it's worthwhile. Um, we need to, again, weave that into the fabric of the bigger context. So um, we're going to take a commercial break, and then I'm going to bring us back to the business of being black with Tammy Mack. Right. Uh, welcome back to the business of being black with Tammy Mack on Fox. Soul. the business of being black today is Christmas. Are we celebrating it the wrong way? Is it too commercialized? Let's get down to the basics. And I mean the very basics here, fellas. No one knows the actual day Jesus was born. So does that fact make it harder to truly celebrate the birthday on December 25th? Is is Christmas more important than Easter? Why don't we give away gifts at Easter? What these eggs all about? I'm sorry, that's another show. Uh, why? What? 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 When was Jesus born, Pastor Cheney? Help us. Give us listen, some biblical knowledge here. Listen, most scholars have it. No one knows, but most have it a good six months from, from Christmas. So. You know, obviously that wasn't the date. Um, you know, again, initially it was the birth of Mithra, um, you know, the Roman Empire and some pagan traditions. Um, and so, again, the 
as opposed to creating something new, they used a time that the entire world, world was celebrating and attempted to repurpose it. Now, I know this seems, you know, um, you know, like a stretch, but from a strategic standpoint, um, it, it, it was something that um, many, it's something that, um, you know, was, 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 was fairly um, significant. Um, they use what was, they repurpose what was to bring attention to their cause in many respects. And then, you know, realistically, ahead. some folks were just, you know, they realized that, you know, they were realistic. We're not going to change, you know, um, culture and this practice. You know, it's, it's too big, it's too widespread. So let's figure out how to infuse life there where people are living. And, you know, that's how we came to this point. Maddie, right is it okay to pick a day for Jesus to be born and celebrate it? Is that is that is that okay? And and where did the twenty fifth come from? Absolutely not. So Ron, he, he mentioned Pastor Ron, excuse me, mentioned that it's Mithra's birthday. Oh, Pastor Shane, sorry. And <laughs> not yet, bro. Mith, Mithra is the sun god's birthday. So out of all the days of the year, three hundred sixty five days a year, choosing the sun god's birthday to be Jesus Christ's birthday. Is the most wildest thing in the world. I hope you're crystal clear about what I'm saying. This is not, hey, let's pick a good birthday for Jesus. That's the birthday. What I'm suggesting is that was something that was already in place. And they thought about how we can transform this practice to, in their mind, a pagan God and redeem it, reclaim it, redirect it toward something that's significant to us as it relates to our faith tradition. I'm saying that was pretty strategic for the time. And that, that's the point. Not, you know, that it's a great day to pick for Jesus' birthday. Kind of like Black History Month. You know, at first it began as a week and then we repurposed it into a whole month. Pretty, yeah, but, uh, no, no. Listen, no, listen, listen. You want to you wanna ups, you wanna upset some folks? Move, move Christmas to Jesus to uh, June 19th. Jesus was born on June the 19th. Move Christmas to June 19th. How do you know Jesus was born on June 19th if nobody knows when Jesus was born as a fact, Mike? Y'all don't know. I asked God. He told me. Jesus was so, born on Passover. June 19th. He's a June Passover 19th. lamb. Juneteenth is Jesus. It's Christmas. Move move Christmas to Juneteenth. And let's Daddy, see how what's the lessons. research? What's the research behind Jesus' birth? Jesus was a Capricorn. Period. No, he's Jesus not. was a Passover lamb. He was a Capricorn. Jesus is a Gemini. <laughs> Go ahead, Matt. So the, his, the history of Jesus was foretold in the garden. So the reason why Adam had to give an animal sacrifice because he had it blood it was always to represent christ which was to come so in the exodus moses commanded the israelites to have a lamb a year old lamb without defect specifically a year old lamb on his birthday these lambs were gathered together and they sacrificed eat the flesh put the blood on the on the door seal but that lamb was to represent the sacrifice of christ so this was on the passover night very specific night and we know jesus christ is the lamb so his birthday is on Passover springtime, not December 25th Definitely or nowhere near winter. But how, do we, how do we pinpoint a date on Passover? Passover. How about we just take Jesus out of Christmas? Because it's about Christmas. Yeah, take, Jesus, they, take Jesus they, out of Christmas. Take Christmas out. Take Christ yeah, out of Mass. Take the red guy. Listen, yeah. if, the, if the church want to go out and evangelize on Christmas, we don't need bells and and and, and ornaments. <laughs> we can just go out and be like, "Hey, y'all celebrating Christmas? By the way, uh, Jesus." And then, boom, kill two birds with one stone. But if we take Christ out of Christmas, then we just got Musmus. The day is actually in the Bible. It's it's the. It was spring because like the, first the, month. the wise men brought gifts there, and the gifts came from the harvest. So it's like yeah, it's, it's a time frame up in there. So but, let me get to this question real quick. Millions of Christians don't celebrate Christmas, including Quakers, Jehovah's Witnesses, and the Seventh Day Adventist Church. And some of their reasoning is that it is either a pagan ritual or because Jesus wasn't born in December. So is that what you all are suggesting that we we don't that no one celebrate? Christmas in terms of Jesus's birth, then what would Christmas be, Ranji? I just feel like we shouldn't act like it's about Jesus doing it the way we do. Because one thing about particularly Western culture is we know how to commercialize, we know how to sexualize everything. That's just what we do in the Western culture. Like we're great at commercializing and sexualizing everything and having a half off sale at Victoria's Secrets where they got lingerie on. To my, have you been naughty or nice? 
70 percent off i just feel like it didn't turn into something else so i feel a little convicted because yes indeed i have my red victoria's secret christmas lingerie oh yeah you gotta get the thongs you gotta get the thongs in the name of jesus in the name of jesus because this is the body that you know that he created and so i feel like it is a spiritual uh situation the the romance in my life Uh, uh, listen okay mine too that's a a repurposing that's a repurposing right there (laughs) no everything everything leads back to rome the word romance actually came from rome everything even christmas came from rome so so pastor so pastor what are your thoughts about These three gentlemen have suggested throughout the show, uh, Ron, Mike, and Maddie, that we don't use Christmas to celebrate Jesus. What are your thoughts about that, Pastor? So as I I said at the beginning, right, um, as opposed (laughs) to telling, asking, humble inquiry, you know, I think people should follow their own convictions. Um, And the idea keeps coming up about what does God want? What would Jesus have done? And again, even then, there were two schools of thought. This idea, you pointed out the Quakers, you pointed out the Amish, you pointed out uh, Jehovah Witness. There are sects who are purists in many respects, right? So they shun anything, even though there's an intermixture of things culturally that they still engage in. I get it. It's, a, it's, a, it's an honorable pursuit to abstain from anything whose origins weren't religious, right? That's one sect of Christianity in many respects. You know, every religion, right? You have Orthodox folks and you have those that are more, um, 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 you know, uh, liberal, right? Within the framework of our faith, let's go back to the Savior. Let's go back to the Messiah. What did he do? Was he an abstainer or was he someone who engaged in what was to repurpose it? John the Baptist, he was out in the wilderness Jesus comes, he said, the, he abstained, no drinking, no eating. Jesus came in feast, partaking of wine. In fact, first miracle goes to a wedding party after people are already tipsy and turns water to wine. You follow his ministry, he engages what is and brings about redemptive things there because his goal was to connect with people where they were. There's a purpose for abstaining um, for, uh, uh, and getting away from people, there are things that you get in isolation, you don't get with engagement. And there are monastics in the Christian tradition who do that. There are others who engage with the culture, unstained by the culture, to influence the culture. And that is why you see, in many respects, I'm not you know, promoting you know, trees, I'm not promoting consumerism. <laughs> what I'm saying is, since it already is, you, you, you can go, go against the world and create a new day. Let's see how many folks you can get to, to, to celebrate and honor whatever day in June you choose. Or you can use what is the vehicle that Absolutely. is to bring in, again, a thread of redemption and remind people of potentially the 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 purpose of our gathering and observation not that jesus was born december 25th but since people across the world adherence and otherwise are captive at this moment it's a good time to listen but here's the since i got people captive at this moment it's a good time for commercial break we'll be back Welcome back to Business of Being Black with Tammy Mack on Fox Soul. I am Tammy Mack, and the business of being black today is Christmas celebrated correctly. Is it about the birth of Christ or is it about the birth of Christmas sales at Walmart? I want to thank you, gentlemen, for this sleigh ride we've had today. But I want to do a quick lightning round to see where you really stand. Let's go with the lightning round. There we go. Mike Mizzle. Uh, should Christmas be celebrated in the way we celebrate it today? Uh, I'm not a proponent for Christmas, um, but I don't, uh, as the pastor said, uh, you can you can integrate it into your life however you see fit. I'm not a proponent for it, but I don't think that people should be uh, feel obligated to uh, ce- not only celebrate Christmas, but or to compete with other people or to put themselves in debt in order to celebrate something that has absolutely nothing to do with Jesus. Hmm. So no gifts for you or your family, Mike? 
I don't get nothing no way. But do you give? <laughs> but do you give? Do you give? Mm-mm. <laughs> you said that begrudgingly. Like, mm, 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 mm. I, I, I don't know if that's a lie or the truth. I'm side-eyeing. No, no, I don't. No, I don't, I don't do it. Ron G, are we celebrating Christmas like we celebrate today? Um, will you be buying gifts for that lovely wife of yours? Uh, I'm going to say we have to do Christmas responsibly. Uh, my wife, we have a kid on the way, so we're not doing Christmas this year. Um, but I will make sure she has a great push gift. Um, but yeah, you got to do Christmas responsibly. And I, I can't tell somebody what's responsible for them because you're responsible for your own diet and what you can handle. And uh, like Mike said, going into debt just to celebrate, that ain't what Jesus wants. You know, this is the first time, like, I, I've never heard of a push gift. This is some new stuff, too. This A push this gift? You never repurposed. heard of it? Pregnancy has been repurposed because ain't nobody ever gave away. My mama didn't get no push gift. But my wife went through a lot. She deserves a push gift for me. I'm repurposing yeah. her push. <laughs> Maddie, <laughs> let's talk about it. Um, should Christmas be celebrated in the way that it's celebrated today in 2022? I truly believe that Christmas should not be celebrated, but I don't want to anybody empty feel like they can't gather with their family. So I'm a proponent of celebrating the holy day, the Passover. Passover is so important so you can be able to receive God's blessings and remember Christ's sacrifice. That's how I stand. Pastor Wayne Chaney, I'm coming to you. Christmas in 2022, should it be celebrated in the way that we celebrate? Or should it be modified and repurposed yet again? I'll end where I began. Again, there's no should or shouldn't. I think people have to follow their own personal conviction. For me, it's definitely opportunity. And um, again, things that we don't memorialize, we forget. And um, again, while Jesus was not born on December 25th, it's important uh, for us, whenever that is, to ensure that we celebrate not only his death, burial, resurrection, but also his birth and what that meant for, uh, again, the advent, what that meant for Christ to come to earth. So um, whenever it's celebrated, I'm cool with it, whatever your conviction, but I do believe things that are not memorialized are often forgotten. Yes, absolutely. Um, Pastor, Christmas in the city, you have given away over 300,000 gifts. Please tell us about this event that you have in Long Beach at Antioch. It was not 300,000 gifts, but 300,000 uh, worth of gifts um, this, this year. Uh, last few years, we've done it. Um, we, we have amazing partners. Uh, we give quite a bit ourselves, uh, mobilize our staff. Um, and we started a, about a year and a half ago. Um, a couple of Christmases ago. And uh, since then, you know, we've given over uh, $8 million in household goods um, along with our partners. So again, this year is another year for Christmas in the city. And um, it, it was, it was a great, great, um, great event. If people wanted to participate going forward, how could they do, do that? Uh, you can go to our website, uh, AntiochLB.com, AntiochLB.com. Mike, talk to me about your comedy. Uh, comedy. Uh, if you guys want to, if you guys want to see me, uh, come on, come out to uh, the Belly Room at the World Famous Comedy Store. I'll be there on the 29th um, to uh, yeah, demolish Christmas just a little bit more. So uh, if you guys want to come out for that, you can. Um, other than that, I am working with uh, a new movement for um, psychology and entertainment um, and try to bring some social uh, social help and social mental health to the entertainment industry. So I'll be doing a lot of that through the holidays uh, without Christmas trees and lights and uh, pumpkin spice. I think that's a good, uh, a good thing to do because uh, you know, us being in the entertainment, we talk a lot about mental health uh, on the outside of the entertainment, but it's a lot to deal with on the inside too. the, the ebbs and flows that you go through in this industry. I think that's really commendable. Mike, how can people reach out to you if they need help? Uh, they want to email me. They can email me at, at, uh, at, at heal at help empower another life at gmail.com. Um, you can send inquiries to that and, um, or you can just uh, DM me in my uh, uh, Instagram page at Mike Mizzle, M I Z Z E L uh, on Instagram. Maddie, what you got going on? Yeah, yeah. By God's grace, what I'm focusing on moving towards 2023 <laughs> is helping people document their story. I say all the time if you don't document it, you can't compliment it. So in order for us to pave our future, we have to really identify some of the things that we've done in the past. And that comes down to really realizing some of the things that you've been through, uh, sitting down and talking about it, 
and document it on paper so you can create a strategy and plan of how you're going to develop your life before. So I'll be helping people with creating their business plans, their personal development plans, their um, spiritual plans moving forward in 2023. So how do you do that? You you document their story. So you go back to figure out their history to find out where they're going to go and how they're going to get there? Yeah, we have an acronym called SPLASH. The S in SPLASH it stands for story. So for every year that they lived on this earth, we document some of the impactful things that they have that happen in their lives. And through that, that exercise, people realize how much blessings they've received, how many trials they've been able to overcome. And through that, they receive confidence and realize how much value they truly have to be oh, able wow. to run the next place. That's interesting yeah. because a lot of us use our stories to hang on to, to the past so that we have an excuse to not move forward into the future. Right. So you're using those stories so that we right. can move forward in a positive way and to teach us that overcoming that makes us even greater. Amen. I got to be down with that some kind of way. You got to reach out to me, man. Absolutely. I got to be down with that some Absolutely. kind of way. I love that, that spirit of that. Ron G, comedy. I know you're hosting every weekend. Where are you? I got so much stuff happening right now. I'll try to get it real quick. And uh, you I and I are on the same television show. I play your sister. I'm going to get to it. Okay, cool. So uh, I got a movie right now uh, with Machine Gun Kelly out called Taurus. I think it's on Amazon Prime. Uh, I got a movie coming out in the spring with Tom Brady called 80 for Brady. Uh, we're currently on a show right now, myself and Tammy. Um, we are on a show called Partners in Rhyme with MC Light. I play MC Light's brother, and this is my other sister. Uh, and I will be hosting at the World Famous Laugh Factory Chocolate Sundays Comedy Show on January 1st, uh, New Year's Day. Make sure you check it out. Please follow me, Comedian Ron G, Comedian R O. NG. Don't block your blessing. Thank you so much, Tammy. It's been great. I yield my time back to you. Ron, let me just say this. You do an absolutely fantastic job hosting um, at the Comedy Store, right? Laugh Factory. Laugh Factory. Laugh Factory. Respectfully. Yeah. Uh, you do an absolute marvelous job you have really really been killing it and i'm proud of everything that you've done and your accomplishments you're amazing dude thank you so um, much before we get out of here one thing i got 50 seconds if jesus came down and said you can have any gift you wanted one gift one gift what is the gift that you want mike uh a new hairline it's <laughs> going back that you want ron g a healthy son I knew you were gonna say that. <laughs> Pastor Dwayne Cheney, what is the gift you want? Peace on earth. Ah, oh, peace on earth, goodwill to be. Maddie, <laughs> you get the last word of my show. What is the gift you want from Jesus? And continuous hope for the kingdom of heaven. You don't get no gift. That was 45 words. That is the business <laughs> of being black with Tammy Mack on Fox Soul. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year, everybody. Happy holidays. Happy holidays.